0: Welcome to this special pilot episode of Paper Thin with me, Garrett Millerick, a comprehensive digest of the very best of the last seven days of news in time for your Monday morning commute so you don't look stupid or ill-informed at the office. This week, cold and flu medicine withdrawn from sale over fears they could pose serious risk to people undergoing major surgery. Poland to supply fighter jets to embattled Ukraine in an historic first for NATO member nations. Swimmers warn to stay away from UK beaches as rainfall sparks sewage concerns. The ICC issues arrest warrant for Putin over war crimes in Ukraine. Suela Braverman insists Rwanda can take thousands of migrants. Chancellor pledges to help people get back to work as he scraps cap on tax-free pension allowance and extends free childcare provisions in budget. And Ireland smash England in the Six Nations to secure an historic Grand Slam victory. But we don't care about any of that because we found you the real juice dripping from the meat of news. Joining me to discuss the very best of print media this week. Eleanor Tiernan, and Pierre Nivelli. This week's lead story, Greg's pasties come to Cornwall. Uh, Jay, can I stop doing the news voice now? (laughs) The pasty war has flared again in Cornwall after Greg said it would open a new bakery on Truro's High Street within weeks. It's long-faced a struggle to establish a foothold in Cornwall, opening a store briefly in 2018, 2019. It had to close down. Nobody would go. And apparently the opening of this store has caused a lot of problems because they can't get staff. Yeah. Nobody in Cornwall is willing to work for
1: Greggs. They're taking on the Cornish mob, oh. the Cornish Mafia. <laughs> are, you a, are you a fan of Greggs, uh, Eleanor?
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll partake in a Greggs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Now, traditionally, a
0: Cornish pasty shop yeah. doesn't sell uh, Bean and cheese slices, yeah, um, or boxes of twelve donuts. Yes, so so they are offering something that isn't
1: available in the marketplace. A a tuna crunch, exactly. (laughs) When you want Greg's, but you don't want to destroy your whole day, Um, (laughs) or
2: a sweet potato morning snack. I I had like a fritter thing. Yeah, 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 Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I always just go
0: for writing the day off when I go into a break. So I (laughs) know exactly what's going to happen. It's on a motorway. I will have a a chicken bake, a steak bake, and a a bean and cheese one. And they're like, like, do you want them in separate bags? I'm like, I don't need to lie to you. Put them all in the same bag. No. No. I'm not distributing these to anyone. There is a
1: van full of hungry builders that I'm... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Collecting oh God. for all the kids in the in the Those in the car pastry loving kids. It's like, like when you get the two
0: burgers in McDonald's and uh, they're like oh do you want to do you want to make that one a meal no.
1: <laughs> Put it on top of the other burger. Yeah,
0: there's,
1: there's
0: a... So, yeah, this has caused uh, a huge problem. The, the Guardian actually did uh, an interview with Fergus Muller, who is a pasty baker. Um, so this is from the Guardian opinion piece. Now, bearing in mind, you know, there's a lot going on with uh, Ukraine. Yeah. and There's a lot of debate about Qatar and the human rights abuses there. So it's nice to see the Guardian giving this, the dedicated coverage it deserved. With Dear Greg's, I'm a pasty maker here is why you are not welcome in Cornwall. Oh, right. um, so he hand-crimps his pasties and he's finding it very difficult to get staff to do that because apparently you have to be able to hand-crimp uh, six to seven pasties a minute. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, so they've got the recipes, they've got the skills, and these sort of Johnny-come-latelys who are just making a...
1: Machine pasties. Yeah. So it's the robots are taking jobs from...
0: From Cornish people. From
1: good, honest Cornish stereotypes.
0: Yeah. I mean, a second story. Cornwall's not coming off particularly friendly uh, this week. Mm. So this is from the Times on Tuesday. The Visit Cornwall boss, Malcolm Bell, so uh, he's in charge of getting people to visit Cornwall. Yeah. He criticizes bloody tourists. (laughs) So uh, Malcolm Bell, who is retiring this year, said the challenge is to get friends, guests, and tourists who get us, but forget the awkward people who are... Why haven't you got this? Why haven't you got that? Why haven't you got a Greggs? Yeah. <laughs> People go down.
1: Going, I'd really like a chicken and bacon baguette. Yeah. This is the thing with Cornish tourism, isn't it? First of all, whenever anyone says Cornwall's unwelcoming, nowhere on the coast in the UK is welcoming. <laughs> so it's unreasonable to expect Cornwall to be. <laughs> but they're really going out to get the top marks for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have to meet second home fuckers from London. Yeah. Or mad, we're all gonna go to whatever that town is after our GCSEs and finger each other. Oh, where Prince Harry used to go and start fights. No, there's a, a different one. That's like the lower. That's the, the fancy one. Oh, there's a lower one. There's one where you don't bump into Prince. No, there's one where you stay. You get fingered in a caravan, as opposed to <laughs> yeah, as a, as opposed to in an infinity pool, <laughs> right, right, or right, whatever right. Prince Harry was up to. So I can understand why the reason they hate church so much is because they're busy, isn't it? Like,
0: Yeah, but I mean, the, if you think about the amount of work regs are doing by popularizing the Cornish pasty in other parts of the world, they haven't got much uh, industry going on. No. If, you, if, you're
1: job protecting, they vote, they, if you're job protecting over the baked goods. They voted, <laughs> they voted against industry, Garrett. <laughs> they, yeah. Their, they voted for their own collapse. So this is what they want. But
0: they're not into, yeah. you know, as Martin says, they're not into, uh, into outsiders. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, in my mind, visitors fall into five unofficial categories. At one level, <laughs> you have friends. Then you have guests. Yeah. Then you have tourists. Then you have bloody tourists. Then you have fucking Emmets, which is a Cornish slur term uh, meaning ants and used to describe tourists. Emmets. Emmets. Yeah. Yeah. Emmets.
2: Well, I, I don't know. I kind of find it a bit refreshing that a group of people are not chasing money. So much, uh, and i are just kind of happy, and you know, they're I not get... happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, uh, they're happier.
2: I think the conclusion we have to draw is that they are saying we prefer it like this, uh, so stay away.
0: We want to be able to bake pasties in our shops. Well, apparently, uh, the the guy was saying, you know, people have their local pasty shop and they support them like they would a football team.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: and he was very proudly saying this uh, in the Guardian, and I thought. How do you support a pasty shop in the same – what's the competition element?
1: You have to get pasties from your preferred shop, Yeah, go to the rival one, and just hurl them <laughs> at, at their customers while singing some sort of adapted hymn. Um, Isn't that about as close to football as you as yeah. can get?
2: And make parody pasties of, yeah. the, of the rival.
1: <laughs> yeah, really bad, full, yeah. Of, full of dog turds and rocks. Yeah. And this is this, what you like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Singing songs in the high street as they drink six cans of Stella and hurl a chair through the window of a rival pasty shop. <laughs> yeah,
2: if they really liked their pasties, though, wouldn't they be, you know, willing to go up against Greg's? Wouldn't you'd, they?
0: You'd think that yeah. if you're like you're the original and best, because you're sort of you're going down that kind of posh middle class craft beer sort of thing, where it's just like you're not afraid of tins of Euro piss being available in the shop across the road. Yeah, When yeah. you're selling your, you know, your your IPAs, um, uh, you know, maybe their pasties are bad. They're well,
1: I mean, their pasties are good, but what they're worried about is the fact that theirs cost six pounds. They're not
2: worth six pounds.
1: Well, they may, I don't, I mean, I'm not a connoisseur, but at a certain point, <laughs> if you have a region that all hand makes furniture and then an Ikea opens up, it's got to get Molotov, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> Ikea. <laughs> and it'll go up, won't it? Imagine. <laughs> all that pine. It's fuck all pine in Ikea, mate. It's all yeah. like a particle board. All
0: the glue there..: Fuck yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it'd be a blue flame you could see from space. But then you're offering a different thing, aren't you? If you're a carpenter, you're not necessarily offering a 60-pound uh, billy bookcase.
1: Yeah. Um, I think Gregg's has become the the totemic. Uh, yeah, it's the indication of globalisation. The robots are coming for our pasties.
2: Yeah, it starts with a pasty.
0: Yeah. Um, do you think there is an element where we're discussing this, it's all very charming, but it is just, you know, it's parochialism. This, yeah. this is Brexit attitude where people are going... You know, if they were talking about Polish cleaners and they lived in uh, in South London,
1: we go, this is completely unacceptable. We're going about it here because it's their pasties. It would be harder to justify Mm -hmm. if it was, like, (laughs) if there's a bunch of Cornish people complaining about, like, Jamaican patties. Yeah. Making some sort of a cultural inroad. All these fucking ants set up a curry st- story. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Then it would be unacceptable. But because it's against the sort of, um, the slightly sort of pre-2008 neoliberal globalized vibe of Greggs. Yeah. People sort of uh, don't care. Because you the, know Greggs is run by some other guy in London who doesn't but then the, even the, the
0: head of the tourism doesn't board, eat
1: there. does, does uh, describe people there as fucking ants. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's 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 clearly the friendliest yeah. person they could find to work for the Cornish Tourist Board. It's a bit like working for the North Korean Tourist Board. You don't want people coming. It's about keeping people out more than it's getting them so in. So, Malcolm Bell,
0: congratulations! It seems like you've earned your gold watch. Enjoy your retirement. You've done everything you can. Eleanor, this story, mm-hmm. I'm particularly interested in, in your take on it as it's aimed at ladies, mm. primarily. We've not been completely boxed out of it, Pierre. There's saying okay. that we can use these. But marketing-wise, they're mainly aimed at ladies. Okay, so the story is, Why Only an Emotional Support Teddy Bear Hug Will Do When You're Lonely. Mm. So uh, I'm just going to show you the picture before reading the story Thanks. because quite frankly fucking terrifying. Oh, Ooh. my word. <laughs> <laughs> That bear goes to the gym. Yeah, um, and has a very small head. So what what they've done is they've made a teddy bear with the full-size body of a man, but the small, comforting head of a normal teddy bear. (laughs) Um, It's five foot seven, and uh, in the advertising it says, "The, the five foot seven human body bear doesn't snore, grumble, or get angry. So,
1: <laughs> but those are the three things men do. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: It's, uh, that is what defines us <laughs> as individuals. My uh, my favorite bit. So it's a hundred and sixty dollars. Uh, it comes without clothing. With the owners encouraged to dress the bear themselves to their liking. Very exciting for the ladies to be able to, you know, go out and shop for the bear. Um, so while the bear is advertised as being suitable for everyone, the company said it may come in specially handy. For women. So, Eleanor, this is a quote from the marketing materials from the website Women are often left alone for various reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's a personal choice, bad luck, or fate. (laughs) But we all need someone's presence or a hug, especially at night before falling asleep or on the couch in front of the TV. That's why puffy is made with a human shape and size to replace as much as possible the lack of physical presence when we need a hug.
2: Well, I feel very seen now.
1: (laughs) Gosh. Yeah, Yeah. holy
2: crap. Uh,
1: Yeah, fate. Yeah, the difference between personal choice and fate there is an interesting... Yeah, they've, they've
2: covered the whole span yeah. of human possibility. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you really have. Yeah, yeah. but can you imagine
2: the equivalent? Like, can they do? I guess they're attributing emotional needs to women. Yes, but then of course, gentlemen are always marketed to in terms of uh, sexual needs. So, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a market
0: for this, but for men, it's shaped like a flashlight. It's a rubber <laughs> yeah. vagina. Yeah. And you just, you yeah. just fuck it. It's actually a, a credit to women, really, uh, that. Uh, no suggestion anywhere on the website that you that you fuck it. Whereas, no. <laughs> if, if it was in
1: any way well, aimed you are, at men, you're you encouraged to dress the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that could involve, you know, putting a strap on on the bear. Yeah, cobbling together a sort of lover. Yeah, yeah it's but yeah. I don't but it does seem it's... a lot more about like from the picture. It seems a lot more about the fact the bear has sort of shoulders.
0: Yes, <laughs> and it, 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 it can fit around a woman. The bear's got you know, yeah. a cry in it. Um, <laughs> If it was if it was aimed at men, it would have a Bluetooth speaker in the head, and it would come in football kit <laughs> with with a vagina. <laughs> you can enjoy your favourite music while fucking its vagina with your yeah.
1: with your favourite football kit on or it. your rival team. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you have ever met anyone who you look at and go, you'd you'd buy this? Um, you'd buy the shoulder bear. The
2: shoulder. Um,
1: because he's got some shoulders on him, that bear. He, yeah. he really does, yeah. He definitely plays on the forward. Yeah, he's a pro, he's a prop forward with a small teddy
0: bear's head. So he couldn't be he couldn't be a hooker.
2: I don't think so. I'm thinking I don't uh no, I don't think so. I think
0: You don't know any women who've been left alone because of fate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's too overt a statement to Make like, I guess you'd really have to admit to yourself (laughs) that you're quite lonely, (laughs) and I think women are good at repressing emotions that way. Um,
0: also, if you're living alone, yeah, um, presumably you know, you're not down in Cornwall on a large estate, so you've got a small amount of living space, as is you know, normal these days, yeah, taking a five foot seven bear. Into your flat, it's, it's a statement that you have to live with. And then, if anyone comes round,
2: yes, I mean, it would be hard on your first date to explain that to the gentleman if you were about to, I guess, start a yeah. real relationship after. So what you're saying there is,
0: you're you're really painting yourself into
1: the corner with <laughs> yeah. this. With this bear, you yeah. buy the bear, you're going to be lonely forever. It's yeah, the, yeah. But it's you're you're right about the admission thing, though. Because there's that point where even, I've found even when I'm buying something that I quite want, or like, maybe I'm ordering a book online or something, And you, as you sort of add to basket, go to basket, there's a moment where you go, oh, do I need this? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of room for doubt in that interstitial stage. Yeah. 100, yeah. 160. But you're
2: putting in your credit card details. yeah, 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 well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> each number the, you the think. three digit at the end. Yeah. <laughs> really? And you yeah. just
1: think,
0: oh, I had that once with, uh, with buying all of the Ghostbusters toys. Is Kenner relaunched the Ghostbusters toys yeah. from the 1980s in the original oh, packaging, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, great!" Had them all in the basket, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a driven <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. I, I'm absolutely stopped. Um, there's some great comments on this. A lot of people are very angry about this being covered in the press. Stirred but not shaken. On the Times website, says, "Geez." Just tie a couple of draft excluders to a big cushion. It's much cheaper. So
2: (laughs) it's really nice that someone
1: has... Martin
2: Lewis. (laughs) And learn a new skill while you're at it.
0: Cut the head off a teddy bear Mm. you already have. Staple it to the top of the big cushion. We had to, my wife made a, um, it's not her fault, she was instructed to do so by an NCT class, which is sort of a a weird cult for stealing money off the middle classes uh, when they're in the grips of pregnancy. I didn't attend this one because I went to the first NCT class, and after I was told uh, by my wife that I wasn't allowed to take the piss... (laughs) I said that I couldn't attend any further ones as a a three-hour thing being hosted by a little Claire Rayner who was explaining sort of basic nonsense to me. It was like if I wasn't allowed to have a bit of fun, then I wasn't coming. But one of the lessons, one of the three-hour sessions is teaching you how to put a nappy on a baby. Uh, And in order to do this, they instruct you to make a baby using a towel – and hair ties. Yeah. And they look like something out of the Blair Witch, you know, because they're all sort of... Yeah, they Yeah, they're splayed. Sarah made us with a, with a pink towel and uh, something of a face sort of formed into it. <laughs> and it had a, it had a little hat on and you're practicing putting a nappy on. Now, I didn't do any pre-nappy training before the crying, shitting baby showed up it's it's the simplest simplest thing to do and it's it's a good real motivator if you get it wrong you'll get covered in shit yeah so you learn quick you don't need a three-hour lesson how to do it yeah. or, or like a haunted thing but then yeah we had the towel baby knocking around the house rages and then i utilized it as a prop for online comedy shows yes. it was during the pandemic
1: It was horrible you sent me a photo of it. it's really y- horrible
0: yeah but then um then she dismantled it because she All said right. it was freaking her out and i no longer had this And i was really upset You miss it. I I did miss it. Yeah.
1: So the bear has potential then. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Ah. Yeah. Would you be more or less likely, Eleanor, to buy this shoulder bear if it had a different head? Because the the shoulder seems (laughs) to be the point. (laughs) I think it's weirder that it's got a child's toy head than if it had like a kind of like
2: men's heads are a problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm just running through the logistics of owning and operating the bear. At what point? how do you wash the bear? This is what I'm thinking. You well you
0: you're immediately thinking, well, if you fuck the bear, you're gonna to have to wash the
1: bear and yeah. someone's fucking the bear. Or there's just like a tears patch on the one shoulder. It ends up stinking of stale Chardonnay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bits of chocolate smeared yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually, even if it takes two years, the bear will require yeah
0: maintenance. Well, you take it you, you swallow your shame. Um and you go down to your local dry cleaner, yeah. and you say, presumably, you've named it at this point, and you go, I need you to clean Alan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly. <laughs> Quietly. <laughs> This story is a bit of fun. It's our first international story of the week from uh, World yeah. News. So we're not uh, parochial. It's not about the World Cup. Um, Tourists mobbed after climbing sacred Mayan pyramid in Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Mayan pyramids are famed for depicting myths and scenes of ritualistic sacrifice. The temple of Cuculan in Mexico became the site of ritualistic humiliation after a tourist so uh, they're getting very in line with the Cornish here. Uh, was doubts with water and booed for scaling the sacred monument. So this video has been viewed uh, more than three and a half million times on TikTok. Uh, so basically, what happens is the the woman climbs up the the pyramid, yeah, uh, making a TikTok video. Um, uh, so be... She's
1: filming herself going, "Here I am," and then
0: yeah, yeah, okay. and all of the locals basically just start. Flipping, <laughs> screaming at her and she's of the opinion that they're waving and she's like oh they're in my tiktok video and then she gets down and they're all like shoving her and chucking oh, stuff at her and very angry so she was quite surprised that she was making content mm. she thought they were saying hello right but actually they were shouting jail 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 <laughs> and sacrifice 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 <laughs> um wow yeah for for pissing about on the mayan temples
1: yeah, yeah, it does come as a shock to some people that ancient, sacred things aren't available as useful props.
2: I just love her confidence, though, that she managed to get that far with it and get up there and, you know, right in the middle, got as far as making a video um, yeah. before she realised and presumed that people... Shouting at her with raised voices was in support of what she was doing. I think if you're a TikToker,
0: you just presume any sort of reaction to anything is good. Approval. Yeah, she's just like, oh, the algorithm in the world works. Yeah, um, Yeah. brilliant. It's
2: a kind of Liz Liz Truss kind of school of, you know. Blind optimism. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) The trouble is that a lot of my views can't, can't be put into practice practically. So, for example, this temple lady. Yes. Temple lady would not happen if. People instituted my desire, which is that you're not allowed anywhere near an important monument until you can explain why you're there. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I I, don't. I want to go in here. Why? The guide said it was important. No, 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 no. You need to be interested in this. Yeah. It's very, very important and impressive. And if you don't have a, if you're just here to take a selfie in front of the statue and then leave, just go Just Photoshop yourself in. Stay home. I don't know why you've flown here. Oh uh, yeah, that sort of thing. But well, you and I
0: are sort of mu- and, uh, mu- uh,
1: museum nerds, and we have a very low yeah. tolerance of people. We're, who... we're caption readers. Yeah, so not the funniest people to go around a museum with. But nevertheless, we're using the museum properly. Yeah, I, and I, actually, I there shouldn't so. be any people in the museum. It should be only people who are interested in being in the museum. Not...
2: Can't she go to the shop, the the, the monument shop?
1: No. Only if it's full of incredibly irrelevant, like you know. Sometimes you go to the the tourist shop of something, mm-hmm. and there's like one corner of it is dedicated to the Church of whatever, and then the rest is just like bobblehead popes and stuff. And you just go, "Oh, this isn't even this has no direct line of relevance to."
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think Tobleros, she if she you know. buys a bobblehead pope. She'll throw a few quid. That's Some fine. of the quid will. She I can, think we should. Yeah. Ta- yeah, she should. We should take her money for the.
1: That's fine. The I monument. think. Yeah. But I think... Uh, no, she's an <laughs> if, if ant. If you want to big up your social media presence by saying to people, here I am at this incredibly amazing temple, there should be some sort of... You know when the thing is like, are oh, you a robot? Like, which of these are mm. traffic lights? Should we, you're, it looks like you're posting an image of the whatever temple. Yeah. What was it for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who built it? When? <laughs> if you can't answer those, you don't get to post the selfie. Cause well, you, the thing
0: is, she, yeah. she was trying to, you know, get her TikTok going and mm. the job done. She got 3.5 million views and she's had learned a lesson. Yeah. We would rather watch a group of angry locals throw things and chant, prison, execute at someone than we would be like doing a dance <laughs> on a temple. And the th- it makes it so much better if you've first had a video of someone doing a dance on a temple and then an angry
1: mob comes and was like, that's what we want. So was she dancing? Uh, yeah, she was She was having a little dance. Um Oh, okay, yeah, that is even grosser. I thought she was just like walking up the stairs going, wow, look at everyone cheering me up. But she, she's, she's missed a trick here. Or she, she might not have missed
0: a trick, but I'll follow her on TikTok and see. Um, <laughs> if she just goes around committing minor cultural atrocities.
2: Yeah, she has to sake, stick with her in, brand. Yeah, in, so she's found yeah. what
0: hits. You put the videos up, you yeah. see what
1: works. I want to see her being chased out of uh, all sorts of other places. Going all the way to Rome just to demand that cream is put in her carbonara. Yeah. She's filming the furious chef. Just stuffing a Greg slice into her face in Cornwall in front of the people yeah. going like, yeah.
0: fuck you, parochial twat. In front of some jeering pirates. Yeah. 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 It and... could
2: be a good TikTok account, though. Somebody missing the point. These... Not being actively dismissive of it, but just yeah. missing the point completely of quite, you know,
0: Mate, it's a great it idea. Is, Follow me on TikTok. Yeah. at These people are fucking idiots. The first episode coming from the British Museum yeah. on Monday.
1: That is funny. That, the, you, what would you do at the British Museum? You'd go... Find you, a Greek person and just be like... No, because that is the point. Yeah.
0: You've got to
1: fuck it up. Go
2: to the Irish Famine Memorial, just drinking it, eating crisps.
1: Or just sort of going to the cafe. Being like, what a weird cafe. Just going on about the food in the cafe or... Yeah, the gift shop. Go to the gift shop. It's a great place to buy stationery. Yeah. What's yeah. the Rosetta
0: Stone? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's on all the rubbers. Do they make rubbers? Do Rosetta Stone make rubbers? I, I told this story on the radio, but my girlfriend and I, we went round the recent hieroglyphs exhibit at the British Museum. It was about how they decoded them. Yes. And it was a British guy and a French guy sort of working in, in rivalry to each other. And the Rosetta Stone was discovered, and that was the big thing that blah, 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 blah. It's one of those temporary exhibits where you're all moving as a sort of snake through all the cool stuff.
0: And you're trying to read things and surrounded
1: by people just taking pictures of everything, but they don't care what it is. Or just people sort of in the way. Yeah. But it was quite, um, because you had to buy a separate ticket for it, you are already dealing with generally a more interested group of people, because there's a barrier between you and the knowledge that you have to vault over. So no one's just drifting in there like a fly. which is the problem with the rest of the museum. Which is, well, apparently this up. week there's
0: another story that the uh, museums and art galleries are going to up their entrance price to put off climate protesters.
1: Yeah, Especially, that's like, funny. Uh,
0: no one's going to throw yogurt at uh, at a painting if they have to pay to see it.
1: Um, <laughs> so in front of us, as in the winding snake of people, was a sort of, call it like a young like grandma, like definitely this kid's grandmother, right. but not like, you know, r- r- Zimmer frame grandma, like young grandma. And the kid was maybe a girl of eight or nine. I'm gonna say, and it's like young grandma and the nine-year-old, and maybe like a couple of grandmas' friends or aunties or something. And they're this group that is just ahead of us, and the other everyone else there. There's no other kids there, so this kid is sort of quite charming for everyone. It's quite precocious. People, are, oh, the kid loves the hieroglyphs or whatever. Did Excuse you me. like
2: them, or were you kind of going, oh, she's kind of annoying?
1: I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was all right. I was. I was like. It, it, you know what? It was helped by the fact that they weren't posh.
2: Great. Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: So if she was like, Mummy, I want to see the hieroglyph, then you'd be like, Oh, shut up, you creepy little kid. Yeah. <laughs> but because it was like, Mummy, I want
2: to see the hieroglyphics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> weird little Scottish. Yeah. No, they were like weird, they were like Cockney hieroglyph enthusiasts. It was good. Right. So that was less annoying because wow, you were, look at that. you are yeah. like, oh, like little urchins coming to see the hieroglyphs. And you were like, bless them. Bless them themselves, <laughs> pulling themselves out of their doldrums yeah. to educate themselves. I thought, wow, about this is good. the languages of the ages. I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought, this is good. This is what the whole thing is supposed to be, isn't it? You know, it's for everyone. So I thought, oh, good.
2: Taxpayers would like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh,
1: you know, thumbs up to this. There's a guy from a lottery funding thing with a rod on right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it works. It works. We got them in. <laughs> So I thought okay good Because yeah Like if it was someone Dressed as like a kid From fucking Little Women With a hat with a ribbon on Yeah Just you prancing like, around You're like You yeah. should
0: already know about this You should yeah. have covered it in school yeah. Your parents aren't paying for nothing exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And you should yeah. be
2: apologising For it as well Yeah Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly Stop skipping
0: Yeah um, Your bloody granddad
1: Stole that from Egypt You yeah. should already know <laughs> that. <laughs> You've got the original Yeah <laughs> And we're going around and it was all sort of vaguely charming and like you sort of sense that like the adults were sort of like, uh, no, like not out loud, but like there was a general sense of, uh, oh, the kids, you know. <laughs> but then we arrive at the Rosetta Stone, which yeah. is in a more freeform part where it's not a snake of people. It's sort of like a little crowd. yeah. And it's in this massive glass case. And there's a big crowd of people all sort of reading the caption and just sort of generally, you know, admiring it, taking it in. And the grandma is like, go on then, you know, can't, just have a look at this. This is very important. And they go, oh, and she, wow. And it, like she sort of steps in front of everyone because she's little. So she can see it and it goes like, wow. And everyone's like, yeah, wow. Yeah, good for you, little kid. Yeah. You should, this is wow. And uh, and she says, what is it? And everyone's like, here we go. You know, le- learning time for the kid. Like you could feel everyone like, ah, oh, This is heartwarming. I can't wait for this. The the young grandma kneels down, like, hands on knees, gets down to her level, puts her hand on the nine-year-old's shoulder and says, that is a very important old stone, and it's not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> quite right yeah. and that that was the end of the she didn't say any other stuff yeah it's it's not going anywhere all you need to know is that it's not going back to fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about what it's for Eleanor
0: where can our listeners find you
2: at Tiernan, Twitter, Instagram and
1: TikTok And Pierre, where can our listeners find you? Um, yeah, the usual social media Just look how to spell my name on this episode It'll be your guide And I'll be on tour yeah, I don't know how be soon be Big old tour big coming, old up. Tour coming oh. up And I'll be coming to where you are, listener So take a look at my website, pianobelly.com For the tour dates and the ticket links and your, and your podcast And the podcast I do with Phil Wang Comes out once a week and there's a little Patreon bonus there as well Guys, thanks so much uh,
0: for that and uh, have you back soon. That was Paper Thin. Written, produced and researched by Garrett Millerick and JD Masters. Thank you to 3 Note Soup for the music, The Doctor for the edit and 21 Soho for the studio. It was a Sobet and So production.